ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿರಂಧ್ಯ ಜ್ಞಾನಂಜನಶಲಾಖಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರ್ಮೀಲಿ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುವೇ ನಮಃ today is the celebration of shri radhashmi the appearance of shrimati radharani on this day in particular we are to speak of radha actually the only subject to speak of to think of to remember is radha not krishna Krishna means Radha Krishna. Radha Krishna means Krishna is always with Radha. Krishna is Purna, Om Purna Madaha, Purna Midam, Purnat, Purna Mudachyate, Purnasya, Purna Madaya, Purna Mevavashishyate. The Purna spoken of, the complete spoken of in the Upanishads is Krishna. Krishna feels himself incomplete without Radha. So the only uh, subject to be spoken of remembered discussed is radha krishna radha krishna means radha's krishna so how great is radha how great is radha that krishna who is complete feels himself incomplete without radha what is it about radha that attracts krishna krishna means all attractive but krishna himself is attracted by radha so what is it about radha that attracts krishna krishna is attracted by radha's name her dress her dancing her cooking her smell everything about her just as radha is attracted by krishna's name the playing of his flute his personal beauty his dress everything about krishna attracts radha everything about radha attracts krishna in brief this is an exchange of love and therefore uh, it is the most important topic or the only important topic but nevertheless we are very cautious to discuss this why should we be cautious to discuss this because Uh, love is so much misunderstood in the material world we misunderstand everything all the schools universities newspapers magazines tv everything that everyone speaks in this world is all nonsense the more advanced so called that it is the more uh, intense is the nonsense nonsensicity that's a non it's a nonsense word i just made up nonce it's called a nonce word so uh, when we speak of love in this world we uh, our understanding of love is completely perverted misunderstanding the love of radha and krishna that is reality any other love is uh, simply a pathetic perverted reflection or imitation of the love between radha and krishna So unless we are completely free from the illusion of thinking that there is any love outside of that between Radha and Krishna then we cannot understand or you know be eligible to understand the love that is between Radha and Krishna 
This is only possible to understand on the topmost platform of purification. This is beyond all normal theological discussions. Whether one should be a Christian, a Muslim, a Hindu, the love of Radha and Krishna is law far beyond such discussions. Even the Vedantic discussions of different Vaishnava Sampradayas, the Gauriyas do not much to, uh, partake in these. They don't uh, disrespect discussions on Vedanta, but they are more concerned with the reality of service to Radha and Krishna. But it is uh, completely impossible to understand unless one is of purified intelligence. Because uh, Krishna's Vrindavan Leela, uh, it appears to be to persons who have no eligibility to enter into that, Krishna's Vrindavan Leela appears to be almost childish, childishly insignificant. The activities of Vrindavan are herding cows, milking cows, making butter, stealing butter, dancing in the forest, not very important activities. It's not... Even Krishna's Dwaraka Leela, he's fighting with so many demons. Of course, he also does that in Raja Leela, but that's not considered the central point. That's just, just Krishna's play. So materialistic people, they cannot understand what is this charm of Raja Leela. There are so many more important things to think about. Just like the Indian cricket team, that's something important to discuss. Or political affairs in Delhi. But devotees of Radha and Krishna, they're more interested to see how Radha and Krishna, the pan is made for them, the chandan is offered to them, they are fanned nicely, their feet are massaged, and so on. And actually so many big so-called important political leaders have come and gone and been forgotten. And still the devotees are remembering that Krishna, Radha is massaging Krishna's feet and Krishna is massaging Radha's feet. But it is a very difficult matter to enter into. It may seem very easy to approach, but actually... As I was saying this morning, Radha's one name is Durga, very difficult to approach. Gen generally we think of Durga as the wife of Lord Shiva. She is the overseer of this material world. So only when we get uh, clearance from Durga can we approach Radha. As long as we have attraction for the love or even for the hate of this material world, then we cannot approach Radha. Therefore, she is Durga. The Durga of this material world, she is very difficult to approach because her uh, actual intention is generally not understood. When we understand what is Durga's actual intention, which is not to indulge us in this material world, but to release us from it, then we find that uh, Durga is not there, Radha is there. But the worship of Radha and the worship of Durga, the, of this material world, it is not on the same platform. 
Just like yesterday, we visited. Uh, after being in Sri Rangam, we came to Vilipuram and visited a prominent Shiva temple. Vridhachalam, Vridhachalam. And although the, in many ways the temple, the paraphernalia and the mode of worship is the same, the atmosphere between the Vaishnav temple and the Shiva temple is quite different. To a superficial observer it may seem all the same. But for those who are attempting to offer their senses in the service of Krishna, the atmosphere in a Shiva temple seems quite different. To, is perceived as being quite different. The experience is quite different to that in a Vishnu temple. So, uh, we can talk about Radha. It's not difficult to do. We can tell many stories about Radha and everyone will be happy and smile. But if we don't have the... Uh, understanding that has gone beyond the Durga of this material world, then our apparent glorification of Radha will end up on the platform of Durga. Often this Radhashtami celebration, it's a, an occasion for telling stories and uh, sentimentally thinking that we're absorbed in Radha Prem. So that may seem to be very nice. That may seem to be very nice, but uh, if we're enjoying stories of Radha and then we go on to enjoy our senses, then we, it's clear that we have no, con no actual connection with anything to do with Radha. We see that Srila Prabhupada was very cautious in discussing the subject of, of Radha. Even on Radhashtami, in his lectures, he would often speak about her only briefly. He spoke extensively on controlling the senses, controlling the mind, surrendering to Krishna. I personally saw Srila Prabhupada just a month before he passed away from this world, lecturing to uh, his, all his intimate disciples around him on controlling the tongue. Srila Prabhupada did not come to this world to teach us to control the tongue. He came to give the message of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Anarpita chirin chirat karunya avatirna kalau samapiyatam unatajvalarasa svabhakti shriyam. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give that which had not been given for a very long time previously, which is the topmost resplendent love for himself. But one cannot even begin to approach this if one is still trying to enjoy this material world. So Gorya Vaishnavas, of whom Srila Prabhupada was the uh, foremost in the modern age, uh, they're worshippers of Radha and Krishna. Or even more specifically of Radha. Because if uh, yeah, if Radha is pleased, then Krishna is pleased. Radha is only pleased if Krishna is pleased. So really, uh, the whole Gorya Vaishnav cult is centered on Radha. Because she is the only one who 
fully knows how to satisfy Krishna. But it would it would seem superficially that we ignore her. Generally, we don't talk very much about her. Those who do speak about her generally do so in a manner which is not actually conducive to serving her. If we can actually uh, get the mercy of Radha, then we can begin to enter into Krishna Bhakti. Because her mode of service is completely for the pleasure of Krishna. If we execute devotional service with any modicum of personal desire, then we, we cannot actually please Krishna. So practically this point we have to stress on again and again and again and again, that we are only meant for Krishna's pleasure. Otherwise, whatever we do, even though it might seem to be bhakti, it doesn't get the stamp of approval from Radha. It means it's rejected. Even if we're performing kirtan, if it's with the motive that we shall enjoy, we like to hear it, then it doesn't get approved by Radha. It's, it's fail, failure. Whatever it may be, it, it, festivals, cooking, if there's any trace of personal desire, then that is not what Radha approves of. Atmindriya priti vancha tare bale kam Krishnendriya priti icha dhare premana This simple formula, if we can make ourselves one with that, then we can enter into bhakti. That uh, any endeavor for the satisfaction of our own senses on the gross or subtle platform that is called karma, material desire. Prem or love of Krishna, which is the uh, goal of bhakti, which is the life of bhakti, which is the uh, gift of Radha, which is the, she is the personification of that. She is prema swarupini, she is the very form of Krishna prema. That simply means to act for Krishna's pleasure. For us in this material consciousness, it it's, seems a very difficult concept to grasp. We are so much uh, practiced or habituated to act for what we consider to be our own self-interest, that to enter the consciousness of praying seems to us to be very unnatural. So, uh, on this day, actually every day, we are to approach Radha. That should be realistic. We should consider what is our present status and uh, understand that the worship of Radha, what is, that is on the topmost platform of purity. We cannot ignore that. We, we are striving for that. But at the same time we should approach very carefully because fools rush in where angels fear to tread. It's a good thing. We can't just march into Vrindavan carrying our baseball gear or our, our pizzas or any, any mundane attachments or designations. Actually to fully prepare us to serve in Vrindavan we, uh, those who are fully purified, they have to take birth within Krishna's 
pastimes within one of the material universes and get fully retrained and fully purified and then they're fully qualified to go to the spiritual world. This painting here looks like some Ganesh Ras Leela or something like this, is it? Just see. Another misconception, imagination. Ras Leela means Krishna and the gopis with Radha and Krishna in the center. Even though there are billions of gopis, when Radha leaves, Krishna feels, now it's all useless. Stunning fact. This is news. This is the news of Vrindavan. This is stunning news. So th this cultivation of uh, love for Radha and Krishna this is generally a very private affair. That, that should be cultivated by devotees, but it's not something to go talking about here, there, to everyone. Apana bhajana kata nako hibo jata tata. Narottam Thakur warns us that we just don't go around talking to everyone. What, see, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that in my devotional service. Even materially, it's distasteful if someone wants to praise themselves. Like this nonsense politician whose speech we had to listen to last night, telling us the glories of himself. He was performing kirtan, but of himself. Nonsense politician, well, politician means nonsense, but just... Uh, so, uh, yeah, these... If one is to cultivate such matters... That should be very private. Uh, Prabhupada, he, he gave very little indication of his own internal spiritual life. In fact, when, when some of Srila Prabhupada's disciples wanted to particularly cultivate hearing about the intimate pastime of Krishna with Radha and the gopis, Srila Prabhupada became very upset and stopped that. Well, that may seem very strange. Why did Prabhupada do that? The devotees who are, who are doing that, they said to Srila Prabhupada, well, we're just trying to cultivate a desire on that platform. Srila Prabhupada was very angry at them and he said, first deserve, then desire. And he said that, you see, you're talking about the love affairs of Radha and Krishna, but then you'll end up running off with someone's wife and then having her have an abortion and so on. And that we practically see among the, or Srila Prabhupada had already seen that so much, among the Prakritas Sahajiyas, or cheap materialistic devotees of Bengal, that they may like to talk about the intimate pastimes of Krishna and the gopis, but their behavior is subhuman, it's not even on the platform of civilized human beings. So yes, the perfection of ISKCON will be when uh, all the devotees simply weep in kirtan and the devotees have no other subject for discussion but that of the love between Radha and Krishna. But we shall have to first address a very uh, realistic matters on the platform that we are on at the present time. It is certainly artificial to discuss the exalted pastimes of Radha and Krishna in an assembly of devotees, most of whom are not uh, committed to the basic Vaishnava principles such as only taking prasadam. 
or redefining prasadam as something vegetarian, we hope, which is stuck before the deities and then we call that prasadam. Prasad means uh, minimally, means that which is cooked by devotees for the sake of pleasing Krishna in a clean manner, offered in the proper way. This is the... So if, if some dirty people and you know, people wearing dirty clothes are hired to do so, how can we offer that to Krishna? And then we're going to talk about Radha, Krishna, Prem, Bhav. So the topics of Radha and Krishna, that should be discussed. And you may discuss them. And I will discuss following the four regulated principles, that we should only take prasad, that which is offered to Krishna, cooked by, which means cooked by devotees. I will discuss how those who are actual devotees, they don't watch TV, go to movies, wander around on the internet looking at all kinds of useless things. And so on, and so on, and so on. And those who uh, follow and understand these basic points and practice Krishna consciousness very seriously for some time, then there may come the question of discussing what are the feelings of Radha for Krishna. So, uh, undoubtedly, the topics of Radha and Krishna are the only topics worthy of discussion. But don't drag that down to the level of your Bollywood or Tollywood film stars. We have to go up to that level. Not We can't drag them down to our perverted, perverse level. So, uh, having heard of the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, certainly... All right, so I'll finish. We'll finish. Any questions? Give give the mic. In some temples only Krishna is worshipped, not Radha Krishna. What is the reason? Well, we didn't give them Prabhupada's books. Actually, even in Bhagavad Gita as it is, throughout his books, Srila Prabhupada establishes Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But if we see how Srila Prabhupada worshipped Krishna, he always worshipped Radha Krishna. But he also said that... Um, on our platform, and until we reach the perfect platform, we actually worship Radha Krishna as Lakshmi Narayana. We worship them according to the rules and regulations. Yes, people in India are very fortunate. They know about Krishna. They know about Radha and Krishna. But uh, we should teach them what is the proper method to approach Radha and Krishna. Srila Prabhupada wrote that the aim of this Krishna conscious movement is to join Radha and Krishna in their pleasure dance, which means Raslila. So, uh, the worship of Radha and Krishna is in the deity form and also in the chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Distributing Srila Prabhupada's books, that's, Srila Prabhupada confirmed, that's uh, analogous to or following in the following the example of the gopi's service to Krishna. 
So please read Śrīla Prabhupāda's books, follow the instructions therein, preach the instructions therein, and then by Śrīla Prabhupāda's mercy, we may be qualified to be placed in the service of Radha and Krishna. Śrīla Bhakti Siddhanta Sāsar Thakur, he stated that in South India, people they know Arachan, but they do not know Kirtan. Of course, it's not that they are fully ignorant of Kirtan, but then they take the main form of worship to be Arachan, whereas in Gorya understanding, the main form of worship is Kirtan. In South India, people think that the Archan is the main form of worship, and you can also do Kirtan. Gorya understanding, which is actually the Shastric understanding, is that Kirtan is actual worship, and Archan may also be done. So Sarasar Thakur also said that people in South India, they know the, the uh, Lakshmi Narayan, but they don't know Radha and Krishna. So these we have to introduce, but do it properly. Do it according to our acharyas, not according to the way of sahajiyas. We can learn from the archan how, or how it's performed in South India, how it should be done with great respect. Anything else? Well, I gave so many garlands, I didn't give one to you. Anything else? Yeah, you can ask from there and then we'll repeat. Why in Iskon temples we worship Krishna with Rukmini and Satyabhama? Well, I believe that's only here in Chennai. And the reason is that someone offered some, how many years ago? 15 years ago, 18 years ago, offered these deities for worship. How many years? 28 years ago? Someone, yeah, someone whose family tradition was to worship them felt that they'd rather have a TV, a dog, and a goldfish bowl. And therefore, therefore they gave the uh, goldfish aquarium. Now the fish is going... They'd rather look at that than Krishna. So they, they were transcendentally inspired to offer these deities to Iskon. We're not against the worship of Krishna, Rukmini, and Satyabhama. We're not going on a campaign that all of this should be stopped. Of course, some Gauriyas might do. But Srila Prabhupada's outlook was more broad in that sense. He, he said, you, we can worship any form of Krishna. We can worship Sita Ram, Lakshmi Narayana. Just close to our temple in Sholinganalur. <laughs> Is the uh, Divya Desham of Lakshmi Varahadi, very beautiful deity, which I just was fortunate enough to have the darshan of this morning. So Varahadev is looking very affectionately at Lakshmi. So uh, I, I'm not, I don't say that we should, you know, close all these temples down. No, it's very nice. So that worship is going on. I don't know what the plan is when Radha and Krishna formally appear. But uh, that's been a, actually a great benediction for the devotees, is it? You want, you want to chase Rukmini and Satyabhama away? What do you want to do? Maybe Satyabhama wants to chase Rukmini away. But no, they're still there. Uh,
they, they're both there, they've been there, they'll stay there. So I think we should finish because tomorrow's a working day. Is it? Or you want any more discussion? Actually, you see, I said that there's maybe a little joke that maybe Satyabhan wants to chase Rukmini. Because this should all be understood very carefully. That Satyabhama appears to be jealous of Rukmini. Radha appears to be jealous of Chandravali. But this is all for thickening the loving feelings for Krishna. Yeah. So we'll finish that. There's another question there. Anaya Radhito Nunam Bhagavan Haririshwaraha. She is indirectly mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam. It's just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not directly mentioned, but Krishna Vanam Trisha Krishnam Sangopangastra Parshada Yagyai Sankirtana Praya Yajanti Hi Sumedasaha. If it's not Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then who is it? It must be him. This uh, Sanatana Goswami, when he was discussing or taking instruction from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was describing all the points of Shastra, describing all the details. When he came to the point, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to the point of describing who is the Yuga Avatar, who is Krishna, how is Krishna coming in Kali Yuga, and Sanatana Goswami trapped him and said, that's you, isn't it? <laughs> who else can it be? Must be him. So the description in Bhagavatam of uh, she who best worships Krishna, who is that? Must be.